And today's episode, we're going to talk about going in and talking to high school students about death. Do you hear that? How we, we saved by the bell? How we did it, where we went, who we talked to, and what they all thought. Check it out. Let's go back to class. Ding, ding. Let's talk about death, baby. Let's talk about grief and mourning. Is it argumental or existential? What's it mean to me? Let's talk about death. Psychologist. Hey, Nick, let's talk about death. Let's do it. So, Doc, we talked a little bit recently about our aspirations. And if you haven't had an opportunity to uh, listen to that one, please go back because we, we talked about something that we're going to bring up right now. And that is, Doc, I have been asked and you were asked to to talk to high schoolers. I'm going to level up with you right now and say that I am very proud of uh, being able to go out and talk. It's a good it's it's a good thing. It makes me feel good. Well, it was awesome because not only did we get to talk at a local high school that is public, but we also got to talk to at a parochial high school. So, um best of both worlds. We talked to at this point um over 300 students um in uh one of the schools we talked to freshmen and the other uh, other school we talked to seniors. And I will say I never thought when we started this doc that I would talk to seniors about death and grief and loss in a chapel. <laughs> you know what's interesting though? You know, I, I'm just curious what you what's your take on this. Did you did you think and of course our um our pool of studies here is very is very little, but did you think that the freshmen or the seniors were more open? The seniors were more apt to talk. Mm. Um, the freshmen were a little more timid. I will put it that way. Um, but I did get surveys back. Um, some of these interesting. You'll probably laugh at some of the stack. So one of the kids in the freshman class said, "You eaten up that lecture." Well, you ate it up. It's lit. Is it the new lit? Eaten yes. up, dude. Yes. You eaten up. Buddy. Well, it's you know. I I, I keep thinking. Well, of, he did say I, fives on each and I, one to I'm, five. I'm five spo- being the I'm best. I'm a sports guy, guys. Okay. but like. It, it, the Zeke Elliott. Oh, eat it Keep up. Feed me. Oh. Feed me. Feed the beast, right? Wasn't there that like Tigers guy? Like the eat him up Tigers guy? Eat him up Tiger. And he shook the cup. Yeah, he, he, had died. The cool, he had the cool. He died. Here we go. There you go. Stages of grief. God bless. He was awesome. God bless you, eat him up Tigers guy. He was awesome. I absolutely gave him some money. I'm, I'm sure you did. Anybody who out there who is not in, in Michigan or a Detroit Tigers fan, there was literally a huge fan that would come to every show. And he'd have a really cool like Hulk glove that he painted tiger's colors. And yep. he'd have a cup in the middle. And, you know, you'd give him some change. But he had a really cool song, Eat Him Up Tigers, right? See, you know tigers. what? He worked for the change, though. He did. I got to give it to him. He, he knew what he was doing. He did. And he, he will be well remembered. I'm sure Detroit has a plaque somewhere with <laughs> his name right. on it. I hope so. So anyways, mm. uh, so we got to talk to the high schoolers. It was absolutely wonderful. We took surveys after because I wanted to know if it was worth it, A, what they got out of it. And I got to be honest with you, Doc, 95% of them all had fives. One to five, five being the best. Oh, what about the other 5%? There was one that literally said, and you can laugh at this because this is so true. Um, the negative comments that I got, which was more constructive criticism than negative, but it was like, if you could change something, it was, um, Benny needs to slow down. <sighs> yes, he does. He speaks too fast. And then the other thing was talk more about suicide, which is interesting, Doc, because we have always been told 
that um, suicide, we're not supposed to talk to kids about suicide. Right, right, right. And, uh, and so it was interesting that the first question we got coming into the lecture when I, I, you know, we opened the floor before we get started because Doc and I, we sure like to talk um, and we get very passionate about it. So when I asked the, the students, you know, do you have any things that you would really like us to talk about? The first thing that came out was, can you talk about suicide? It's interesting because I think about like, is it because some people would say that, you know, suicide is one of the more morose mm-hmm. kind of conversations when it comes to death talks and you know, is it is it a strong fascination with, like I said, the morose, or is it because they've experienced this or heard about it and really want to talk about it? That's it, just something that came to mind. No, and I, th- I, well, I think in especially in the one high school doc, they lost one of their students a year ago to suicide, death by suicide. Right, and I think for them it was a fear. It was a fear of. You know, we really didn't talk about it. Uh, these were the freshmen, so they were in eighth grade. This was a senior um, who died by suicide, and I think for them it was: is this something that every high schooler kind of goes through? Yeah. And something I brought up, um, which it's was, a, it's, it's almost like a can I catch it? Like, is it is like yeah. is it, you know like a cold? Or is like, there or is there signs that maybe you can help me if right. it comes to that point? I mean, one of the things that I brought up in the study was that thirty eight percent of high schoolers will, by the end of their high school career, have a mental crisis. Well, not to go dark, but like maybe that person that did mention that maybe they were suicidal. Oh, absolutely, or we don't know. And see, that's right? the thing you we don't, don't know. know. And and for no. once, they're probably like breath of fresh air. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can actually like talk about this you know we 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 brought up to these students this is a safe environment you can say however you, however you feel if you feel uncomfortable please raise your hand at any time we can stop or we can give you a breather if you need to we gave the trigger warning you know and it was interesting because um the teacher told me some stories about some of the kids after that were going through some some deaths whether in their family or themselves or etc cetera, etc cetera. And I just and he's and and he made the comment to me that you don't realize how important it is that these students are actually asked because they were the ones that were asking questions. I wonder how many high school students, especially seniors, are going through the existential dilemma of death of self. Right. You know, the idea of going away to college or having to choose what to do next or you know, in letting go of that old self that just got comfortable being in a room, you know, high school, middle school, grade school, right? Well, we got to think of these. Well, you got to think about this Mm. too, Doc. Mm. These seniors didn't have a freshman year. That's true. They went from eighth grade to sophomore year Mm. because freshman was at home. There was fear, scared. What am I doing? You're right. But like, I'm just thinking of the idea of like, if we're going to put in quotations, normal, right? The normal senior is grieving the idea of like becoming an adult. Right. And so they've already had a year that was already Taken basically stolen because they weren't allowed to play sports. So some of them have literally spent their whole career up to that point sports, right? To try to get a um, Scholarship. scholarships and all that. So it, it was really interesting. Um, they had a lot of questions on suicide. They really, really were craving information on suicide and suicidality well and that's that's what i was saying like is it is it and I, i'm not trying to take it away right i'm, I'm not but I, I do think that you know when we talk about being involved in death work 
um, being part of the death professional, right? There is this fascination with the morose. Well, and I think too, I think you got to look at it too. They're in that inv- invincible stage, right? You, nothing can hurt me right now. You know, I can, I well, can. That, that's what I'm saying. Text and drive. I can drink and drive. Unless I can, they had a personal experience with right. death, right, or with suicide or with whatever. Most people, when they ask those questions, it's almost like a a curiosity of things I really don't want to know about. But 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 aren't aren't you and I the perfect people to talk about that for them in their in their I, minds? I have a hard time with the idea of perfect because it's very that's very, very black aren't and white. We thinking. A very good target for those I questions. I think we are absolutely fabulous for some people. Okay, so my question is. I could tell because of of the classes that I've taken with nonverbal with leadership um, is to look around the room and watch their eyes while you're talking. Yeah. One thing I did notice was none of them were sleeping, so that's a plus. <laughs> that's a win. It's a plus. Um, all of well, them, especially because the one one of the ones we did was right at eight o'clock so, in the morning. That's <laughs> gosh, really right. early. I was I was half asleep. One so. comment that I I did hear from the teacher was um, one of the kids leaving looked at the teacher and said they made talking about death entertaining that's a win that and i thought that was I, I thought that was very full circle to what we're doing here right the idea that we can do it in a soft manner but also in a well humorous. i think that was one of the struggles i always had with this profession is is that when i would watch these informational videos about death you know whether it was a funeral director or, um, a psychologist or whatever when they t- it was very like very unemotional. Right. It was very Absolutely. like this is we're gonna talk about death, suicidality. Suicidality is the mo- you know what I mean. And it's like and it's somebody like, in the back of the room is like, dude, I'm bored to death. Back and it, here. But you wanted to hear from these people because for me, that's my that, no, you I know, get that's it. My, they, that's go to right. Like, get, fill me in. You know, like let me know what's new. But in high the schoolers, indi- the, the but the profession new, industry, right? The new generation is used to being entertained all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So if a stuffy individual or a monotone speaker is speaking, they've lost them. There's no way. I mean, unless you you got that person. That's I'm sure really there's one student that's really into information, yeah, and they, they you know they they really you know feed on that. But like, yes, I think that that is a problem with. Let's be honest with a lot of your profession, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is that you have that funeral director who, you know, if you look at like how society looks at him or, you know, how Hollywood looks at him or whatever, it's it's normally this older man. Oh, I said that. That was one of the questions I asked was uh, before I get started, what if what's the first things that come to your mind when I say a funeral director? They said old, which I thought was interesting. Yep. Second thing they said was bald. Apparently all funeral directors are bald, which my dad is old and bald. <laughs> Continue. Um uh, one one person said tall, the other person said short. I've never heard short short before. So, so, so that this was is interesting. interesting. I was thinking about this the, the haunted mansion, right? They they just came out with a new uh, a new movie. It was okay. Um, yeah, but, it's, it's <laughs> but the good, but, not great. But yeah. you know what's, what's funny is when you think about ghosts, right? The, how they're portrayed, right? It's either really tall or really short and stumpy. Plump. It's very very true, right? right? The so, Scalari brothers. So and and to be honest with you, there's not it's not so crazy to think about cuz I know funeral directors that are shorter and plumper and I know some funeral directors that are very tall So so what am thing. I? I'm in the middle? I'm just I'm I'm Well, bizarre. Ben, you're not you're not at the age where uh, you turn plump gotcha. yet. You know, right? We talked about that, right? I got to get a couple uh, more years under my belt. More than 10. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I was talking to my wife. You know, I, I have a best friend who works his life away. And I, I love him to death, but I wish he would stop. 
but like his beard compared to my beard is like he's white like he's turning oh, yeah. like gray white real quick me and you haven't hit that moment no, yet we're, we're, we're like those people back in like, the old days that had the soft hands i have that <laughs> i know well, i have the the one or two bright white oh yeah beard hairs, yeah right here but like not enough where it's like oh man you're gray right we're, the, we're still the, it's almost like you just might have a weird patch there. What's, or what's like? What's a baby fox? Like the gray baby fox? That's what they like. The the silver the, fox, uh, right? The, we're the silver babies. Why not? The saber. Uh, I don't, there's got saber tooth. What is that? What you're gonna say? I don't know. Going back to the we're the, tigers now. Speaking guys. with high schools, what I found was interesting was when we first started. Um, I even would notice that the teachers would try to do like probably their test or whatever, and then. By about half of it, they were just staring like, this is so interesting. Can I tell you something I heard in the hallway when we were walking out? Oh, gosh. Someone was like, who are those guys? And the the person that was in the, the room listening to us said, oh, those are the death guys. The death guys. <laughs> there you go. Death brothers. And I think it's true. That's what we that's what we portray. That's what we walk in as Grim Reapers, right? Well, yet I don't, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm under. You this. did go, you did go a little bit more dressed up than I, I did. I did. But. I, I, well, I was under the false. I, I, you know, I'm under this false illusion that we're still young. You know, like I, I, we're in our mid. I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I we're get not. It. We're not. But the, the weird thing is, we're in that weird stage. We're not young and we're not old. Well, I tell you this. I tell you this. We got ass back. So that's a good sign from both from both the schools. Um, awesome. I w- I was handing out candy last night. You guys were gone. And two people who came up and got candy said, you talked in our class. Thank you for talking to our class. And I was thinking, I'm probably a little too old to be trick-or-treating. But I was like, you know what? No, you're not. You can enjoy trick-or-treating. Listen, why not? But I was like... I walked up and got candy for my kid the other day. But they but they literally, they literally said that. And then I happened to do the one, one speech during our birthday, Doc. And she remembered that and said, I was so glad that you talked to us on your birthday. You took time to... T-. And I was like, okay. So like... I, I know that they're. I will say the freshmen seem to be a little more like. Realize, can we say re- something? Realize, can we t- realize again, and you've kind of you've kind of touched on this, but I think for the listeners out there, we are still bringing something that most people don't talk about. Yeah, so absolutely. you got to give them time to let it sink in. Oh, one hundred percent. And I'm sure some of it's still and, sinking and in, grow and in mature, and you know, like a seed. Right? We plant that seed. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll grow t- this year. Maybe it'll grow next year. It's there. Well, and then, 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 and the, the cool part is if they keep if they keep letting us talk, right? So then we get cycles of freshmen and seniors. So eventually, we will talk to everybody in that school. Sure, that goes through that high school. What I'd but be my interested, is, Doc, I, I, I feel is like I feel like we're gonna do more. We're gonna do more damage in the ripple effect. That's what I'm saying. So you like, know, just be, talking to them and and letting them let letting it simmer, letting it grow. And then they start talking to their friends about weird, you know, questions that we would normally talk to our friends about. Like, that's how it grows. And then it's not so weird. We're not the weird death guys. No. We're like those goofy well, well, like twins a, that like, come in and well, do like the, a talk. The same one that came and got candy from me from Trick or Treat said, can you come back? So they, well, they, they already want, they want more. They want more. Well, I, I'm sure it's for them. It's like, oh, I didn't think because a lot of them were like, oh, we were told the guest speaker was coming, but we didn't realize what it was. Right. So if you want um, Benny and Dr. Nick to come to your school, superintendents out there. <laughs> please, superintendent, Send this to your local superintendent. Please. please or your local please deans. Please do not hesitate to reach out to us. But also, don't force the kids to come up with questions. Trust me. When they start hearing what we got to say, they're going to have questions. But that's, maybe that's now, the thing, right? But my thing is, is like, I'm not expecting them to have the questions there. 
I'm, I'm expecting them about a week later to go, holy poop. Holy poop. Holy poop. What they just talked about is really happening in my life. Or someone makes a comment or says something that they're like, oh, here it is, right? This is what these jokers were trying to talk to me about. Like, that is where it's going to hit home. Oh, absolutely. And I think I think it'll be interesting for me to see some of these students coming through the funeral home in the next couple of years. That will be probably when they actually say things, you know what I mean? If they If they feel comfortable, too. Um, but you know, I I think it was I think it was well rewarding. And and Doc, what I found interesting too was, a you uh, uh, filled in the gap occasionally and kind of stopped me from my rhythm occasionally just to keep me well, on you track. You know, the, the black and white thinking yeah, oh, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, comes yeah, yeah. up sometimes. Well, I mean, no, no, on. and, and in, in fair and in fairness too, um, I think they need to see that as students too that. Something there really sometimes there really isn't an answer, especially when it comes to grief and loss. Well, and and again, if you're talking about a topic like suicide, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of research yep. out there. Yep. Um, subjective and unsubjective that's out there. That's the problem. Well, too. yeah, and then there's different experiences. As a funeral director, your experience with suicide is completely different than a, than, than a, than a, than a psychologist, right? right? Or someone who does yep. this on a day to day basis, right? So. Hmm. But I, I, w- I really want to go back to that, and I really want to say this to the listeners. If you know of a local counselor at a high school or a local superintendent, please let them know. They can listen to this podcast, or they can literally probably go to their local funeral home and have the local funeral director come in. If they're, if they're worth anything, they'll do a wonderful job. And to be honest, we need that. We need that in society. And what I'm I'm interested too, Doc, is how many of these high school students are going home and somewhat educating their parents on death. And and for and the grief. therapists out there that are interested in, in in starting this up in their neck of the woods, are like reach out to us. We would love to help you too. Oh, absolutely. And it's and it's great. It's great. It's a great opportunity because right now they're thriving on information. They want information. They crave it. And the problem is, is they're getting a horrible, horrible, horrible information from online. Well, and, and let's be honest. They're the youth of the nation, right? And they are the going to be nation. our future. Yes. And <laughs> and here's the thing. If I sit down with grief professionals, right? Whether it's funeral directors, priests, ministers, whatever. One of the, the, the uh, themes that comes up in those conversations is that we don't do a good job of teaching and educating people on this. We don't talk about it. We don't discuss it. Here you go. Here well, no, you well, go. Here, I know this This is a little backwards, Doc, and you might be upset with the way I say this, but it's true. It's an opportunity to actually get them. Because the other thing, too, is, yeah, you can have it at your local nonprofits or awesome grief centers, and that's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of those students aren't going to go there. Well, they're going to go there if they have to go there. Correct. Or they need to go this there, is right? an, This is This is an opportunity to be proactive um, be, or, uh, proactive before being reactive. This is an opportunity where these kids have to be there most of, for the most part. Yeah, you're going to get a kid that's sick or is out, but for the most part, you're going to be able to con- or talk to the whole um, student body at, uh, if you keep going back. And it's just an opportunity. Like I said, Doc and I talked for one class. So that's 45 minutes for both the schools, basically. And we had an opportunity to do that, and it was it was wonderful. And I, I honestly think we did a wonderful job. Like I said, we'd get surveys back, and um, for the most part, everybody was very very pleased with the presentation. Um, 
Well, and I, I say to my clients all the time, you could, <laughs> they're probably shaking their heads if they're listening to this, like, it's a privilege and an honor to do what I do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what I love to do. And especially when it comes to educating the youth, like, that's huge. Well, and I remember being, Doc, I remember you and I sitting in those same seats 18 years ago, which is weird <laughs> to think about. But I remember even us being kids of funeral directors. Like, I would have been so happy for an opportunity from two individuals like ourselves. Like, I, I know that sounds like I'm tuning my own horn, but honestly, like somebody who's passionate and actually cares about the next generation, like... Well, and let's be honest to their teenagers so someone who's a little bit younger who yeah. can reach out to them is, you know we throw in the poo poo caca joke you know and you know I, and with that <laughs> with the poo poo caca joke right absolutely let's talk let's talk about some questions Ooh, maybe maybe we got some questions in the it. the old uh, question bank Q&A, Q&A, everyone loves that Q&A. give me that q and a here we go Hi, guys. My name is Erica, and I recently started taking classes in the funeral industry. I lost my dad two years ago, and it has been a struggle, to say the least. He was my best friend. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't cry. It's tough. Anyways, I just wanted to say your podcast has helped me so much get through the tough times. Thank you for your podcast and keep them coming. Oh, that was really nice. That was really nice. Thank you. Um, so the, the first thought on this um, is not really a question, but it's a thank you. It's a statement, right? So um, thank you. Um, the the next thing is what I find interesting, Doc, and I know you can have countless tales on this too with psychologists. I always think it's interesting that most funeral directors or funeral professionals, whether that be um, arrangement coordinators or, or or even people that are kicking the door, which we call opening and closing the door at visitation, they tend to want to do it because they've either had a really ex- extremely good experience or extremely bad experience with a with a loss in a, in a funeral home that they've dealt with. In this case, is no different, right? She lost her dad. That kind of set off this whole thing. And um, I think it, first of all, thank you for being vulnerable and saying that you can't go a day of. And, and you know, that's an interesting part is you were forever changed by the loss of your father. And Doc and I have extremely close relationships with both of our parents. Um, and it would be devastating to lose them. So my, my heart goes out to you. Um, but, you know, Doc, that's kind of my thought on this. Do you have, do you have thoughts other than just thank you so, for the kind words? Thank you again for writing in um, and thanking us. That's really nice. Pat on the back. But here we go. I'm going to flip it on you. Instead of answering a question, let me ask you some questions. So here's my thought, right? First of all, you know, losing your dad and how tough it's been to me, I wonder, my question is, is how much, how much did you truly love him? And because if you truly loved him, then it has to be tough. It has to be tough. We hear this all over, right? That it was it was such a journey or such difficult times to go through the you know the the death of my parents or whatever and it's like to me that's a blessing that you had a parent that it it, it was that tough to get through so um, you know yes is, is it hard is it is it something that we don't wish on our, our our deepest enemies right we don't we don't want people to grieve grieving sucks um, but to me. The question becomes is like, 
it's beautiful to hear that you're you're becoming one of us, right? You're 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 walking into this profession, right? So my question is: Is are you ready? It's like, it's Are like now you you're going ready. Now you're going through boot camp through yeah. the uh, grief. And the thing um, is, is like journey. There has been multiple times, and I just want to say this to anybody who's thinking about becoming any part of this profession. Again, funeral directors, minister, psychologist, uh, anybody, uh, hospice worker, nurse, whatever. Is is like it's okay to struggle, just like struggling with the grief of your dad. Like to get into this profession, it is okay to struggle. What is not okay is not to talk about it. So let's add that to the conversation, right? Is is like even the struggles of your own humanity and how you deal with your own grief and your own loss and how that takes place in the room when you're trying to help someone who's dealing with it. Kudos to you. We're here for you. If you need anything, reach back out. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for the thank yous. Yeah, and I just want to end with end with this closing thing for this. Thank you, um, Erica. Um, you're still, you know, something that you need to take in consideration too is that even though you're taking these steps into the grief world, you know, make sure you have time for yourself and to be able to go through your own journey with your dad. You know, yeah, you put two years, but Doc and I talk about it all the time. Time is irrelevant when it comes to grief. And when people start putting dates and things on things, it tends to go wrong. But my thing to you is just make sure you're getting enough you time, Erica, to to process all of this too. Because the last thing we need in the funeral profession or even in our whatever a death profession you're in is burnout and it's real. So take care of yourself very much. And I just, you know, before we close today, I just going back to the high school death talks, Doc and I are here to answer your questions. If you feel like you should go in, you don't have to be a funeral director or a psychologist. Maybe you're some, maybe you're a death doula, maybe you're a hospice worker, maybe you're just somebody who has a lot of experience with death, grief, and loss. You know, reach out to us at let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. We'd love to answer any questions, help you out with maybe even coming up with a little bit of a, a syllabi, a little syllabus to kind of talk about certain things. Um, and please just, or maybe you have thoughts, or maybe if you were lucky enough to be in one of these high school classes, or maybe you didn't have, like, you give us your thoughts on would you, would you like somebody to come in and talk about death and grief and loss in your, in your classroom? Yet again, thanks for listening. Doc, I want to tell you about a really cool company. No story lost. They will turn your parents, our parents' life story into a beautiful book. Their expert team takes care of everything. They'll interview on the phone, transcribe, and turn the writing into a cohesive story. Then add photos and custom colors for a very affordable price. They are offering our beautiful listeners, that's you out there with your beautiful ears, an extra two copies of the book with promo code LTAD. That's LTAD as in let's talk about death. Check them out. That sounds awesome. No story lost. Also, you can head to alumapps.com backslash LTAD for 15% off. This is a great resource that you can get. It's an app on your phone and it can help you if you're struggling with grief and just don't have the time or maybe the monetary to go and see an actual counselor or psychologist. Feel free to check out that app. It's very good. It has very awesome professionals that can help you. And as always, just like I said, if you have any thoughts on this episode or any other episode, you can get to us with your questions at let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. Share with us, send us out there. If you're dealing with grief, or maybe you're in a high school dealing with grief, 
please listen in, check out the episodes before and send us out there. Because if you are not talking about death, then you are not living. Thank you.